She's a beautiful creation of Native American, Asian, and Celtic. She's filled with light and love and laughter. She's Kayla, and she's my guest, coming up next on Survivor Angels. It's time for Survivor Angels, an approach to strengthen trauma survivors. Here, you can escape what draws negativity and engage your positive abilities and the gifts that you've always had. Let's activate your angels. And to help you on that journey, here's Chaplain Jody. Kayla, I am so happy to have you on Survivor Angels. This is like a long time coming. For sure. Uh, I love the subject. It's been with me forever. And I do appreciate you asking me to do this. I'm going to admit I've done TV, radio, live. I have never in my life done a podcast. So here's another adventure in my in my olden days. (laughs) So this this is an exclusive to do this with you. I guess so. I guess so. I'm honored. And so what one thing that that I do want our listeners and our viewers to know right up front is that you have Native American heritage as well as Asian and Celtic. And I I know that that brings so much to who you are and what we're going to talk about. And so I just want to preface our our show here with that piece. I love so it. let's go back to the very beginning. Angels. How did all of this start in your life? Well, uh, I remember earlier than I had thought I remember. I I think I must have been born with all this around me. Um, One day I was describing to my mom a room I remember being in when I was just a baby. And I was describing this, the radiator, you know, back in the day when they had the radiators and it, it was in Iowa and uh, a picture on the wall and this and that, and that there were these lovely angelic, beautiful people around me and it it was telepathy we didn't I was pre-verbal of course and I'm telling mom and and mom just about fell over she said oh my gosh we moved from there when you were only three months old so you're remembering less than three months <laughs> I didn't know that wow yeah so but they've yeah. been with me forever they've saved me out of things and I could have gotten in trouble or, you know, no, I wasn't a bad girl. That wasn't what I mean. I mean, if I had pulled out on the road at this time, you know, somebody would have got me. And um, I, I just, I talked to them. I talked to all the spirits of humans. There are humans that are angelic too. And uh, there are ones also that never walk the earth as people. So they're all manner of spirits and angels. Um, I will, I, a lot of people talk about, the demons or the dark entities. I got to tell you that I don't know if I'm a little Pollyanna or something, but I have never run into demons. I've run into dark, sad, confused spirits. Some of them lived as humans and some of them never lived as humans, but I've never felt the, any evil or, or, you know, demonic kind of thing. So I don't know why <laughs> it just happened. So I, I, Based on what you just said, I have two questions for you. The first one, I my definition of, a, of an angel, and I think that's what I heard you just say, is they have never walked the earth. Yes, yes. An actual angel 
from what I've understood from them um, is that they never walk the earth, but they have hovered around the earth and around humans because they're there to help us. And actually, from what they tell me, we are the very in first incarnation. We are assigned angel helpers. Um, it was, well, it wasn't important for me to know what their names were, but one night I was just kind of drifting off and I, I just wanted to know their names. And so when I woke up the next morning, I had three names that were kind of strange and they all ended either E-L or O-N. Now, I didn't know that angels had certain, you know, types of names. So I was at a place called Casadega, which you might have heard of. There's one in New York and there's one here in Florida. And I was looking through books and one of them was about angel names. And they ended in E-L and O-N. And I'm so my angels, my main, my main one <laughs> is Eakel. K-E-L is the last few letters. Then there's, and he's more of a strong masculine figure. If I would be in a, maybe walking down an alley and somebody's going to hurt me or something, he's there. And then there's one called Karamon, C-H-E-R-M-O-N. That's more of a female type of gentler kind of a spirit. And um, that's, oh gosh, sorry, I forgot your, oh, <laughs> I forgot the third one. B-E-R-G-O-N. And he is neither male nor female. I say he because I feel more he. But it was kind of a shock to me because I, I didn't know anything about angel names. And here they are. They're going along with what the book was saying. So I got to believe those are that's the right names. Not that it matters. You know. Right. I, as long as they're there with us and we communicate with them, that to me, that's the most important piece. And yes. see, what I always heard with angel names is if they end in the E-L, they are descended down through the true realms of angels. I if see. it's anything other than EL, you have to be careful because they could be dark angels, probably not fallen angels, but they could be dark. And so as we talk to them, we have to be really, really careful to differentiate and figure out which one it is that we're talking to. And some of them, I think, flip back and forth between their light and dark side. They're they're unsure. They sort of teeter back and forth. What do you think? I've actually never heard that. Um, because I live with spirits and angels all the time. I mean, I was born seeing and hearing. I, I just call them dead people, but um, spirits. I haven't really studied out of books because it just, they just tell me things um, in a good way. And I've never felt anything dark from Karaman or Baragon. They are a little less um, forceful than Iakel, the main, the main one. And so I've I've never had any bad uh, experiences with them, and and I've never heard about that the the ONs that could be either you know negative or positive. Never heard that, but um, I guess so far we're doing all right because. Uh, I've never been misguided by them, so I'm thankful. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Either that or they know not to bring out their bad side with you. They better not. <laughs> I have magic. <laughs> so my second question then, based on what you said a few minutes ago, uh, those angels who have walked the earth, some people will say that 
are human spirits who have walked the earth before and cross over. Some people believe that they come back and they're like their guardian angel. It's it's like that's a gray area. Is, is to put the term guardian angel on our ancestors who have passed and come back to us. Are we doing them a disservice to our real guardian angels? Absolutely not. I mean, how can okay. you have too many helpers? You can well, never that's have. True. And they want our good. Ooh, I'm just getting some angel chills right now. So maybe my daughter, my daughter passed a few years ago and she's often here. She's even learned how to turn the TV on. Which is, it just cracks me up. So yeah, I have a lot of interesting friends that aren't necessarily on this physical plane. Um, I have to be careful not to talk about this in public. They put me in a straight jacket, but <laughs> what can I say? I mean, when, when you are talking to a stranger, like I'll, I'll maybe be on the phone at customer service in, I don't know if there's something called Podunk, Podunk, New Jersey, I don't know, anywhere. And all of a sudden spirits started talking to me and telling me to tell them things. I don't know who this person is, but invariably they get the right message at the right time. It's comforting and happy. And so they're on the other line, you know, with happy tears and, um, I'll, I'll, when I talked about the TV, I'll, I'll recount this. It's funny. Um, so we got done with a reading because I just I just give it away free. I It was given to me as a gift. I don't mind just to give it away. So the lady I was talking to said, well, how do you know when angels are around? And I'm sure, Jody, you, you've heard, you know, the coins or the yellow butterflies, those kinds of things. And um, I said something I've never said before and I've never had it happen. So I, I finished up by saying, or you might just be sitting there and your TV comes on. So we finished the call. About an hour later, I was in the bedroom just reading a book and suddenly the TV came on <laughs> and I laughed. I said, Amanda, you were eavesdropping on my phone call. <laughs> no, my daughter has, she was a forceful being in, in the physical world as she still is. So I love it. <laughs> That's great that she comes to visit you. Oh, that's awesome. It does lessen the blow. It lessens the blow a little. It's hard to outlive your child, but she still yes. interacts. It's different. I can't physically hug her, although I have felt her before. You know, uh, it was a, I couldn't feel her for about a year after she went to spirit. And here I am still working as a psychic medium. I'm being able to read everybody else's relatives. I can't feel my own child. And, uh, it was, painful. And this one day I was feeling pretty darn low. And I said, Amanda, I really, I need to feel you. And oh, I'm trying not to tear up on this one. Um, I said, I need to feel you. And I felt her a warm, like a hug on my shoulders. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And from then on, she's hanging around all the time. And she also goes to Utah where my other daughter, her sister and my granddaughter, Amanda's niece visit, uh, live, oh. I'm sorry. And, um, my granddaughter inherited the, my abilities and um, she has seen Amanda. She knew within just minutes that Amanda passed away here in Florida. Uh, the baby was only three when Amanda passed and um, she knew right away. Cause I got a call from my other daughter. Uh, Amanda was disabled the last five years of her life. So, you know, we knew eventually that would happen, but right. um, the baby, the baby said, um, Amanda was, had a crippled left leg the last few years. And uh, 
of course, at three years old, you don't know to say crippled or disabled. So uh, the uh, the baby said, oh, mommy, Aunt Amanda's here and her leg isn't broken anymore. <laughs> Isn't that wow? <laughs> wow is right. Yes. Well, you know, just and, and you know, to, to touch back on what you said about you know you wanting her to come through and come through, and it, it took so long. They they say that for some people it can take as long as a year. You know, I, I know like when my kid's dad passed, um, my son got a message right away, but my daughter wasn't getting anything, and she's like, Mom, why? why my brother and not me? And I said, I, I, I don't know, but it, it's okay. He'll come through. And sure enough, within three months, right. then he came through to her. Well, I found it. it's a matter of vibration. For instance, when I do readings, I have to increase my vibration. And the spirits who are visiting that want to talk to their you know, loved one, they have to lower their vibration. Sorry, I'm wiggling all around. I've got this perched on my knee here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there's no earthquakes here in Florida, you guys. Um, so I think it's vibration. And, and I, when it came to my own child, my vibration with that was so low, I couldn't feel her. But when I'm reading strangers, I'm not emotionally connected. So it was easier to, to do that. Um, I, I've kidded people before who think I can read myself. I said, I could marry a serial killer and not know. I, well, I don't know. I can't read my own stuff. So. <laughs> it's a strange combination, I'll tell you. Right. <laughs> so let's let's talk realms and dimensions a little bit. Okay. How do you see this working with spirit and angel? Uh, because, you know, like like scripture and other religious texts and ancient texts will talk about some of those different layers. I think there's seven or something. Yeah. Right. I, I, I actually, I've read a lot as I, I'm spiritual, not religious. Even though I was yeah. brought up, we went to church. I know the Bible better than a lot of my so-called Christian friends who never read the Bible. Um and there's a lot of wonderful wisdom and stories in there that pertain to today, of course, and yes. uh, are timeless. But the realms, I I think somebody's, is it seven or something? It, to me, it doesn't matter. See, I don't study all that. I take it as it's given to me. And I trust it. I mean, I've lived many years. I don't care if people know me. I am set almost 74. I've lived many decades. And um, it's just natural. And it comes to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't see any need to question or count, gee, what realm are you on? I will use an analogy when I'm doing a reading, though. Um, and, and if there's a spirit that crosses over into the, well, they lose their, my mom called it meat suit. I call it a shell. <laughs> that sounds a little nicer. But when you are your energy without your physical, um, you can vibrate on a higher level if you choose. There's a lot of choice here. We. We have free choice to make bad choices. Good choice. And I'll say, well, it, you can be in the in the bottom, uh, the cellar, or you can be in the top apartment. You know, you can be in the best apartment or you could be somewhere in the middle. So I look at it more as, again, with vibrations. Um, the more refined our spirits are when we cross, the higher in the apartment building we get our room you know, is higher. Not to say you can't come down, because, but it's difficult because they have to lower the vibration. So, um, you know, I just look at it that way. I don't count realms or I just do what right. I do and trust it. It works. Yeah, it, 
exactly. So what angel stories do you have? Oh, I'll tell you what, I have a lot of funny ones. Now I will say Good. that I, I almost never remember a reading. Um, first of all, it's none of my business because it's the other person's stuff. But if something happens to kind of knock me out of my reverie, I will remember it. And this is one that just slays me. I think this is so funny. So I was working at Seven Sisters Historic Inn here in, in Ocala, Florida. And um, we were, ha it was Halloween time and we were having mini readings where people would just come in in the back room where I did my readings and it would just be short. Now, when people come for a reading, they bring their spirits with them. And based on where the spirits are standing or hovering, usually I can tell what relation, like, like if it's close to their left side, their heart side, and it looks like a female, I know it's probably a mom or a grandma, a mother figure. Right. And, and just however they stand, an uncle or something might be on the other side, back a couple of rows. So anyway, I'm, I'm waiting for the next person. I never know who it is, male, female. I don't Google anything. I don't know anything about it, which is the way I like it. So this young man looked about age 30. He came in and I could tell already he had this attitude like, I'm going to prove this isn't real. Why somebody wants to pay money to prove it? Hey, okay, go right ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So he came in and I was thinking, oh my gosh, there's no spirits around him. And I'm thinking, how am I going to read this guy? There's nothing. And so as soon as he sat down, I'm thinking to myself, oh, gee, what am I going to do? He's going to think I'm a fake. And then all of a sudden, this beautiful, I don't know breeds of dogs that well, but I think Irish setter, the ones with the red hair that's kind of silky. So, yes. so this Irish setter stood on his right side, my left side, and I'm looking at this Irish setter. Still, there's no people spirits. And so I said, well, I said, at the moment, all I've got right now is a red, I, I think it's an Irish setter, beautiful dog. And this guy actually put his hand on his hip, like with an attitude. Oh, really? Well, what's the dog's name then? You know, testing me. I don't always get names, but a lot of times I do. So this dog went behind him, came around on his other side. She looked right in my face and bowed out her chest. And she said, you know, he knows dang well, this is Sadie. I told this young man exactly what his dog told me. And he leaped up out of the chair, almost fell over. He startled me. And, um, and he said, there's no way you could have Googled that. That was my dog in middle school. Oh. And as soon as he chilled out, then spirits gathered. And the rest of the reading went fine. He came in a skeptic. He left a believer. <laughs> oh, I love that. I think that's probably the most amazing reading story I have ever heard. That is so cool. It, I will I'll always remember that. Uh, a reading I might have done yesterday, I don't remember. Because once, once they borrow me and I deliver the message, it's not my business. It's gone. I might not even remember the person until... They might be back three times for a reading and then I might remember who they are. But I love it with strangers because then there's, it's pure, you know, it's totally pure. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah there's a, a lot of funny, funny situation. I'll just, uh, I'll recount one more that's, that's really amusing. So um, it was up at Seven Sisters when I was doing readings and uh, this young man came in and I saw right away 
a very flamboyant lady with a, a church lady. You know what I mean? With a, she had the, a big hat and a beautiful floral outfit on and she came with him. So as we sat down, I, I started describing her. He says, Oh, that's my auntie Flo, Flo or whatever her name was. I don't remember the name. And um, as soon as, as we started making connections, his auntie was chastising me for reading and said that the minister never said that this is you're from the devil. This is not right. And she's, I mean, she's a spirit on the other side and her nephew's here and she's given me the business because I'm <laughs> communicating. But by the time we got done, she kind of chilled out and said, well, maybe I didn't, everything that they taught me at, at church wasn't all right, <laughs> you know, and Hey, it's, everybody's got to learn and, and experience where they are. To me, I, I love Bible things. To me, I look at Jesus who, who spoke in parables, right? And, and what's so cool about parables is that you, each person will understand it based on where they are in life. Not to say, oh, I'm better or you're better or whatever. It's if I understand what the message is based on what I've experienced, that's perfect. And everyone might be hearing a message from Jesus in different ways. So um, I think that's just brilliant, brilliant that that's how it was delivered. Yeah. <laughs> I, I so agree. So let's take that now and let's go to your Native American heritage and that spirituality piece and how... How has that helped to shape, you know, how, who you are both as a person and as a psychic? Well, and I, not to offend anybody, cause we're all entitled to our beliefs and our, our, all that, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else. Um, I use a completely spiritual generic approach to doing, for instance, I don't call them exorcisms. I call them spirit cleansings and have met some people that needed that. And um, I use sage. Um, I actually address the entity, even though it's sometimes they're not very nice. Um, I show them respect. And I say, you have a right to exist. I'm not angry at you, but you cannot exist in this person. This, this is that person's body or, you know, whatever. And then um, I will sing a Native American song in tongue. I call it the happy spirit song. And, um, and just sage and talk and do different things. I don't always know what I'm doing. It's just whatever I'm prompted to do. And um, I actually had two different women who were di uh, diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic. Um, I wasn't their counselor, even though I did, I worked at I, one of my college degrees is in that field, but um, they came in and they, the store knew them where I worked. It was a new age store. And um, we all knew they were, you know, different. <laughs> and so this one time, uh, one of the ladies came to the back where I did the readings and she looked at me kind of with devilish eyes. And she said, you can't cure me or you, you know, it was a little scary. And um, I knew that that wasn't her. That was something dark. And it was, sure. it was daring me, you know? And so I said, "Hun, you're scaring me a little bit right now. Why did you go home and relax? And if you want my help, I'll help you. Well, she started to leave and then she turned around and then I knew that it was the real woman talking to me. And she said, please help me. And she came back 
and we did the sage thing and all that, she let out a big scream and that woman uh, changed. She wasn't paranoid schizophrenic anymore. And I, I'm, and I had that happen with one other woman as well. The owner of the store told me a couple of weeks later that she ran into the lady and she was as normal as, you know, whatever normal is. <laughs> and uh, I think maybe in future times um, that psychiatry will take a different look and maybe realize some of these folks are not mentally ill. They have a dark attachment because it worked. I, it worked. Yeah. And hey, yeah. if it works and with no drugs or no, it, it was a gentle, it's generally done. And um, I don't yell. I don't curse. I don't. And again, no offense. I don't use any religious symbols because I promise you, most of those dark entities are not Christians and that makes them pretty darn mad. So I don't do it. I do it generically and kindly and it works. Kindness works every time, every time. Yeah. Kayla, I can't thank you enough for coming on Survivor Angels. This has been a fun conversation. Something tells me that it's not going to be maybe our last one and hopefully we can meet. I would and, love that. Uh, of course, you live yeah. in a cold state. I can't take the cold weather. I like Florida. I like Florida. I grew up in a cold place, and I'm I'm staying here in Florida till they carry me out feet first. <laughs> well, see, when it gets too hot and humid in Florida, come up to Minnesota in the summer because it's beautiful up here. Then exactly. Well, like Ohio, where I grew up, is gorgeous. Yeah, but um, yep. yeah, those winters, no, thank you. <laughs> so thanks again, Kayla. It was a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks again for joining Chaplain Jody on Survivor Angels. For more information, go to chaplainjody.me. That's chaplainjody.me. And on Facebook at Survivor Angels-Chaplain Jody. Sound effects for the show created by Andre Opate and provided by Pixbay. This is Dave Schrader. Until next time, sending you off to activate your angels.